What's up guys? You are on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha. And today we are going to be talking about um, all the anticipated um, movies, Netflix, book releases of 2021. And so for the first thing, yeah, I mean, we Actually. have, I think Beth Ann has more books. I have more movies. I have no movies. You have all the movies. Yeah, I have a few books um, that I really want to read, but movies... Let me tell you, I am in, I am, I am in with the new movies. I know yes. all about them. So if you, if you want to watch a new movie and you're like, I'm bored of all my Netflix stuff. I need a new show. I need a new movie. Come up to the reference desk. And talk to Samantha. Talk to me. Because this is where I also get my movie recommendations. It's Samantha. Yeah, but she still won't watch Heartland, so. No, because. No. We won't talk about that. It's still salty. It's fine. Um. Also. So the first movie that I have is actually, um, it did not come out in 2021, but it is being released on in um, on Netflix. Yep, on Netflix in 2021. It's also a book that we do have at the library. It's called The Woman in the Window. Oh. Yes. And so this is, if you know who Amy Adams is, she's um, she plays the lead character. So this is a thriller novel um, slash movie. Yeah. And it's about a woman who has agoraphobia. She doesn't want to go outside. She doesn't want to see the outside. Um, so she is, she's looking at the window, hence the woman in the window. And she sees a crime happen um, across the street. I think it's across the street or um, just like across the yard in the house next to her. Yeah, I was going to say, in some house next to her, she sees this thing happen in the window. Yeah, and obviously. so... And what I am taking from that is I believe that the person... I haven't watched the whole trailer yet, but I know that I want to read it and I want to watch it because it looks crazy. Um, I'm assuming that the person who committed the crime sees her and they kind of... She just kind of gets terrorized. I wonder if Tanya has read it and watched it. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. Yes, we will be featuring Tanya um, in a few weeks on an episode of... Um, we're going to be talking about... All of her AV movie librarian. She, yes, she is the audiovisual stuff. librarian. So she's the real MVP. Yeah, she's the one that. She's the movie guru. Yeah, she's the one that orders all the movies and all the you know audiovisual stuff for the whole entire library wide yes. system, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, she's awesome. So, so whenever we want, we really want a movie in the library. We were like Tanya, harass Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, so, okay, you can go ahead. Okay, Tell us so about your first book. The first book that I have is actually was, like, released this year in January, but I'm still counting it because I want to read it. And we do have the physical book here. We have it on Hoopla um, as an audiobook, and we have it on Overdrive as audio and ebook, so it's available to you right now. So you don't have to be like, where do I get this? Because on Kindle, it's like $13. So, yeah, no. Why do that when you can get it for free? Yeah. Um, so, this is um, The House on Vesper Sands. Oh, I've heard of this one. And it's actually um, kind of like a historical fiction mystery. And it's in, like takes place in London in 1893. 
And it's about this um, seamstress who gets murdered, but it's like seems like she's committed suicide. And it's about this woman who is a an inspector. Um, and it's kind of like a little bit of humor wrapped up into a lot of mystery, trying to figure out. It's a little bit of Agatha Christie kind of esque thing, with um, but a little more humorous, a little less dark. I think. <laughs> I've honestly I've never read like a mystery thriller that incorporates humor. Oh, really? Mm-mm. I don't think I ever have. Inspector Hobbs is really good. I'm just not like a, like I I usually don't watch um, like comedy or anything like that I because I'm either. so like specific in my humor. Like the office humor is like my humor. That's perfect humor for me. I don't mind the office, but like I can't, I don't know. It's, I, just, I just call it like stupid humor. Like, I know a lot of people who watch, is it Trailer Park Boys? Trailer Park Boys, yeah. I hate that show. I do, too. It's not funny to me. It's just, like... I just sit there and stare at it, like, really? This is a thing? Like, we were watching this. This is supposed to be funny? Or, like, yeah. every, when everybody else is around me is, like, cracking up. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going in the room and other and reading a book. <laughs> I just love, like, the, like, the Michael Scott blunt. Like, I have no idea what I'm saying is, like, the worst. He's just funny the worst. because he thinks that he's... So smart. Yeah. And so, like, and on that's point. my humor. And he's not. He's totally clueless. So he's yeah. trying to pass himself off as, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, I just think yeah. of it. And I, I like The laugh. Office. I like Parks and Rec. That, that one's good, too. I like IT Crowd. But I don't like Napoleon Dynamite or like. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with the Napoleon Dynamite. There's parts of it that's stupid. funny. Yeah. I, don't know. I just can't. It just baseline. Or like uh, Step Brothers. Yes, Will Ferrell's a no for me, and yeah, that other I guy, no. Yeah, I don't they're like not funny. Like that, it's just like I don't like baby humor. Or like, oh, what's that other one about the guy who I don't know what is it called? Dang it! Oh crap! It's Dakota's favorite movie, and it's, he tries to get me to watch it all the time. It is the <laughs> stupidest, stupidest movie. I hate this movie. Oh, Pineapple Express. I've never seen that. It's so stupid. I yeah. hate it so much. It's just dumb humor. Yeah, I and hate I dumb can't. childish humor. Like Will Ferrell, he plays like the it's same. Just like you said something so like inept. And yeah. <laughs> you supposed to like it's supposed to make me laugh. Like of I course I, it. I've, it's like a, in my mind it's like of course people are gonna laugh about that, but like I'm not going to because yeah, I hear it's it all not the time. For me. I'm not a very like I'm not very much into comical. Obviously, I'm very dark. We're dark. We're really dark. Um, But this looks really good. I'm getting, like, into this historical fiction wave again. And so... um, I'm I'm only partially crying about it. It's fine. I'll survive through it. Maybe. Yeah. I I said I would read (laughs) one. (laughs) Yes. And I just need you to pick the one so we can do it. But, yeah. So, read The House on Vesper Sands. Tell me what you think about it. Um... Looks really good. I'm ready for that, 100%. Yes. Um, so my next movie, um, this is like a to be released in 2021. They don't know um, exactly what month it's going to be released in. It's kind of going to be like one of those, hey, surprise, we released it on Netflix things. <laughs> and I'm so excited. I'm going to cry. It's Fear Street, the movie. I'm crying. They're taking the three-book trilogy, and they're making it into a movie, and I could literally just, like, oh, my childhood, my everything. 
it's just flowing back, and I'm just <gasps> tears. They might do a great job. I thought the first Goosebumps was really good. Yeah, but if like they have to, they have to cater this to like new adult, young adult age. It needs to be scary. It needs to be. Yeah. Don't don't kid it down. Don't make it for like. Well, that's what I was thinking. Cause like what we were saying is like we read these when we were young, young. Like we're well, I'm in my thirties. You're not yet. But you're there, almost there. Almost. Make <laughs> almost my there. way. Make my way downtown. Anyway, so what I, my thing is, is like their audience is obviously going to be all of us grown ups who need it to be like progressive with us. So it needs yeah. to be a little more gory, a little more bloody, a little more accommodating to yeah. us. Because that's how we remember it, even though it probably wasn't. If we went back and reread it, it probably is not that bad. But it needs to be, like... I need it to not be cheesy. <sighs> yes, Like, for the exactly. life of me, please, R.L. Stein, if you have any say in this, is he still alive? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, <he laughs> please, <is. laughs> may, please have influence on this. Please tell them... Hey, this can't be like a goosebumps thing. We're not catering to kids here. We're catering right. to adults, young adults, new adults. Please. Right. It has to be what we remember. It can't be Yeah. I yeah. Agree with you. I'm really Hopefully. excited though. Um I honestly don't know if um it's going to be I'm not sure if it's going to be like a um movie series like a one two and three or if it's going to be all in one movie or if it's going to be a tv show i'm pretty sure it's a movie but like it's going to be so good i have high hopes and i really don't want to be let down so you know what it's going to be great it's going to be great i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna be i'm gonna be texting my i'm gonna be like i'm crying it's not yeah because she has that much investment into it yeah honestly it's gonna be great Okay, so the next thing is a book called The Initial Insult by Mindy McGinnis, I think is how you say her last name. Um, And this is a young adult novel, but it's kind of... This says that it's a mix of, like, Edgar Allan Poe and, like, Truly Devious. Ooh. So, I don't know how to... That's kind of a weird, like, way to explain. So, what happens is this girl... Gets in a car accident that takes her parents, kills her parents. Mm -hmm. But you find out in, like, the synopsis that her, like, a friend of hers, or not really a friend, but this girl who, um, I guess was her acquaintance or a friend at the time, who's not really her friend now, was actually there and knows what happened to her parents, like, really happened. Because somehow this girl thinks that what they're, she's being told isn't the whole story, but this other girl, this popular girl, knows the whole story, but is hiding it from everybody so during this big party i guess the girl who lost her parents decides to i'm assuming like roofie the other girl or like yeah it's super intensely scary and drag her off and starts like walling her up to get her to talk whoa about what like actually happened so that's where the Edgar Allan Poe thing comes in, where she's, like, trying to brick her up in this wall. I feel like, like we need to put this on our list, for sure. It looks intensely good, and it's actually available now. It came out um, earlier, I think. I was going to say, I feel month. like we've seen, I've seen it on the either on the shelf or... Yes, because it's available as a physical copy in our library. It's on Overdrive as a physical copy. Um, it's not in audiobook anywhere, I've looked. Um, 
but you can get your hands on it right now. But it's just kind of like, it's a little scary. Because this last thing it says, Tress has a plan. A Halloween costume party in an abandoned house provides the ideal situation for Tress to pry the truth from Felicity, brick by brick, as she slowly seals her Whoa. former best friend into a coal chute. Tress will have her answers or settle for revenge. And I'm like, you're revealing, like, a huge portion of this book right here. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. pretty daring. Yeah. to like go ahead and tell us like, there's that's gotta be like something crazy something crazy there's right? there's a twist i need like there's the anticipation that there's more gonna come down like because if you're gonna like like reveal that much there's more there's more there's more um so this is a new netflix series um that i actually have seen I have not. I put it on my list to be watched because it looks so good. Um, it's called The Irregulars, and it's basically um, about a group of these t- misfit teens, and they're actually solving paranormal crimes for Watson and Holmes. So it's like a Sherlock Holmes... Um, Meet Scooby-Doo? Yeah, series. <laughs> but it's like... I'm pretty sure it's like dark. Mm. So it's like... It reminds me of like... because. You know, I'm going to be talking about this in a second, but I'll just tie it in here. So, the Nancy Drew series, they remade the Nancy Drew series, and it's very paranormal, dark. Like, there's... It's very much adult. It's mature, yeah, than yeah. it used to be. Right. And so, I feel like it's going to be very similar to that. It's like, yeah, like what you said, Scooby-Doo, but Nancy Drew, Level Sherlock 10. Holmes. Yeah. Like, all of it conglomerated and congealed together. Yes. And I want to start... I literally have so many Netflix series that I am starting, but I need to, like, calm down because <laughs> I'm still not done with the Vampire Diaries. You and watch I'm, so <laughs> many things, and I'm over here just watching Dr. K's Exotic Veterinarians. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan's like... Runs. Nolan's like, we can't watch five shows at one time, and I'm like, yes, we can. <laughs> do this and i'm just like okay fine pick one that you really don't want to watch and i will just watch it by myself and i'm on season three of like this old vet show that i love i love <laughs> old like veterinarian like dr pole is my i've watched every single season of his show five or six times when i was younger i used to be obsessed with like the animal cops houston and like the... i love that <laughs> stuff like that i will binge watch that forever and never get tired of any of that yeah i i don't know if i could watch it now but like i that was my whole life and like the so good untold stories of the er i uh, love that my, mom and my dad always liked that i can't handle that oh i can't i'm all for it like, that one gets on my nerves a little bit but i love like anything animal related i could watch all day long love yeah them. love veterinarian shows so go watch your favorite veterinarian show or be better than me, <laughs> Samantha, and actually watch something that's interesting. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. The worst. Heartland. <laughs> Never. <laughs> don't, don't listen to her. Just do it. So, I interrupted you. Is that the, like... No, no, but I was just talking about Nancy Drew series and the Irregulars and how they're... I have... I want it to be, like, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, we just watched the new Scoob movie. Is it good? It is really good. I haven't finished the last part because I fell asleep, but so far it's really good. And it's got like, it's got like the new age humor, like it's got like little like music references and stuff like that. So I liked it. I thought it was cute. Hmm. I'll have to watch it then. Okay. 
So the next one I have is another historical fiction. <laughs> and it's called Archie. <laughs> it actually came out January 5th, so these are not like... It's okay, I have up, some January. Yeah. So, Our Darkest Night um, by Jennifer Robin, Robson, R-O-B-S-O-N, Robson, I think. And it says it's a novel of Italy in the Second World War. And I know it sounds really drab. Don't don't run away. So drab. Covering your ears yet. But it's about this woman who is, um, obviously this is when uh, <sighs> the Nazis were occupying all of Germany and like everything has been taken over. The Jews were under huge religious persecution. Um, and she is... Um, what they did was they hit her out as a Catholic because she's a young Jewish woman and she is being shipped off to Italy to be married to this Catholic man Mm -hmm. so that her life will be saved, basically, essentially. And it's kind of like um, their love Mm. story-ish. Her uh, surprise husband is studying for the priesthood and it's all about how they kind of evade and escape and how like she tries to preserve her life and it's kind of like a honestly i guess it's kind of like a little bit of a love story but it's more about like the history what events are happening her um fleeing and i love stuff like that it's just so i think i love it because it's so it could could have been real it could have been something that actually happened right so um we have this on order we don't have it at the library yet but we're ordering the physical copy and then we also have it as an ebook on overdrive right now that you can um, check out i think you might have to put a hold on it but we do have it you can get your hands on it um yeah that one's a good that's gonna be a good one i'm probably gonna get the audio book do it um so i'm gonna skip ahead to a book and then i'm gonna talk about the other movies that i have so this book is called You Have a Match. It's by Emma Lord. And we do have this on our shelf here at the library. Um, I did not check if we had it on audiobook. We might. Um, but this is a young adult book, young adult fiction. And so basically this girl, um, she signs up for a DNA service. And um, it's basically just to like be with her love interest who also happens to be her best friend. And so through her signing up for a DNA service, she finds out that she has some random older sister, but her older sister is actually like a famous Instagram star. And now she's going to this summer camp and she's she's basically figuring out why um, her sister was given up for adoption. So I... I feel like it's going to be like a light read, like a, just like a cute little YA book, but like also it could be like, I feel like it could be definitely sad. Yeah. Sounds like it might be a little teeny. Yeah. A bit sad. I think this is Tears. the romance you wanted me to read, right? Yeah. And she said that she would read it, so you're all hearing this. So we're exchanging book for book. Yeah. A romance for a historical fiction. Yep. But I think it sounds cute and... I think I can get through it. I mean, it probably is going to be really cringy, but it's not going to be so bad. Yeah. At least I don't have to, like I told her earlier, that I don't have to deal with rippling abs. I... I get through that. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't read a book like this in so long, so maybe it'll, like, get me out of my, like, you know, my murder book. I don't want to get out of it, but, like, maybe I just need to, like, read something happy. Ever since I read Starfish, I've been looking for things to... 
like a palate cleanser. Yeah. It's almost like a strawberry acai lemonade yeah. from Starbucks. And you're just like, the most unusual thing I could get here, but the best thing in the whole wide world, and I didn't yes. know I needed. Yes. And so now I'm like looking for that everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So this is why this is the way that it goes. Yes. Okay. So House of Hollow by Crystal Sutherland is coming out April 6th. This book, the cover of this book is so beautiful, okay? It's this girl with like, um, it's almost like a like a flower crown. Oh, like this is the book. Her face yeah, this blood is the book from it. Dude. It looks really We good. have it on order, and we have it on Overdrive as an audiobook and an ebook. What? Catch me listening to the audiobook. But it's about these three girls. It's in Scotland. I think it has to do with like maybe like their folklore or legends of the Fae or something like that. That's what I'm assuming that it's, like, pulling from. But it's about these three girls who get, like, taken one day off the street. When they come back, they're changed completely. And they don't have any memory of what happened to them. And they have, like, a scar in their throat. And then, like, their dark hair changes white and their blue eyes turn just black. And they have, like, these crazy appetites. But nobody knows what's happening to them. And then it's all about how, like, people are kind of, like, avoiding them. They don't know what's going on with them. Like, what they're turning into. And then all of a sudden their youngest sister gets taken and they have to try to find her. And through that, they figure out like what's happening to them. That sounds so good. It is going to be so, so good. Add that to our never ending list. Yes. But move it up a little bit. Right. It says a dark, twisty, modern fairy tale where three sisters discover they are not exactly all that they seem and evil things really do go bump in the night. Like how can that not... Ordering it... Get you lassoed and reel you in. Like, this is on the list a billion, trillion, bajillion percent. This is why we all have a never-ending list because... This is why I got a new bookshelf. Because now I can fill it with all all these these books. books. Correct. So, um, a few of the new movies coming, maybe coming to theaters, depending on, you know, COVID and all that. Um... In 2021, which I'm really excited for all of these, except for one. This The first one, Nolan, and you are probably excited for. <laughs> um, but the first one is, is Godzilla versus oh, Godzilla, Kong. Godzilla, yes! Yes. Oh, I love Godzilla. I've never been, like, a big oh, fan of those God. movies. I love Godzilla. But I Beth Ann clearly is very excited. It's beautiful. Oh, my God, I love it. And the remakes are beautiful. They finally got it right after like three remakes. 37 years. After literally 37 years. Yeah, but it it looks decent. Like, I'll probably watch it. Maybe maybe it'll like convert me into like a Godzilla super fan. Yeah. I used to stay up to like two or three o'clock in the morning. Obviously, when I was living with my parents when I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) Years and years and years ago. And I would watch um, all of the dubbed um, black and white Godzilla. Oh, my gosh. Like the show. And, oh, man, I love Godzilla. It it literally was everything to me when I was younger. I I watched every Mm -hmm. single thing you can think of. I love Godzilla. Oh, my gosh. Everything. I think that's one of, like, the least known facts about me. And I'll share that with every in the whole wide world you're just like he's you're my favorite godzilla fan i'm a huge godzilla fan um i'm not your super super fan but i'm a fan <laughs> um another another movie real quick um cruella yeah 
Are you it's, excited about that? I don't know. It looks very dark. Like very, Disney very is dark. On my nerves with that crap. Yeah, I think I think it's a weird thing that I, I get Dis- what Disney's trying to do. Like they're trying to tell like change the perspective. A darker, um, more like serious stories, but like because like Maleficent or however you say her name. Yeah, Maleficent. I just hated that. Yeah, I wasn't a fan either. Um, I'm not a big fan of the actress who's playing Cruella. It's that Emma. Um, Oh, what's her name with the red hair? Emma. Oh, God. Emma something. All I can say is Watson. I don't know. No, not Emma Watson. <laughs> um, no. But. I'm not. It, do, it definitely doesn't look like something that your child should watch. It's definitely an adult it's, movie. Yeah. Which is kind of where Disney's going, which is kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of sad. But you're talking to the person who hates every single live action that they've ever done of every princess ever. Yeah. I hate all of them. Um, The only one that I like is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, no. I don't like her. Yeah, you don't like Emma Watson? No. Yeah. I just just liked how everything looked. I, I don't know. I just, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to remake, revamp, you know, like liven it all up for like the diehard fans and stuff like that i'm also not like i love disney but i'm not a diehard disney no me either but i feel i definitely feel like they need to make more um kids movies but i also don't like seeing like the bad guy i don't really like i'm not a big fan also of the sympathetic like move to loving the bad guy right yeah you know like they're doing this whole villains thing where you can like buy all the villains merch and people love the villains and, yeah like, they like, I get and they're it. also like they're doing books about it too, like right. where the villains are like the star of the show, yeah. and like almost painted to like have sympathy for them that they should have been the good guy that they were kind of wronged. Right. And I'm really a big, like, evil is evil kind of a person, and I'm yeah. not one to like blur that line. So they're really not caring to me. But like as far as Corella is concerned, like I'm just surprised they're going through with it too because of like. Like, what she is, like, killing puppies, and, like, and they're trying to make this sympathetic viewpoint towards her, and, like, what does PETA have to say? Yeah. (laughs) PETA, You should let me know what you feel about it. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. And I'm not the person to talk to you about this, and, you know, it, we should. It's definitely going to be different. It is definitely anticipated, because I just want to see what they do. Right, I want to yeah. see how they spin the story. I want to see how they make Cruella a real-life human being in real-life modern day. I, mm-hmm. I do want to see that. It's almost like The Joker. Ooh. Joker. I have not seen that yet because it, like, it's so, like... It's so dark. ...terrifying to me because it could be so, like, realistic because he's so mentally disturbed. Mm-hmm. And there's so many theories that, like, I have with that movie. Like, you need to watch it and I need to tell you... All my like theories. Every single theory ever? Yes. Okay. I'll have to watch it in the million it's, years. It's very good, but it's definitely, um, it's a standalone, so it's yeah. not really connected to anything. Which I think was smart. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, you can... Oh, my turn. Next book. Let Next. me see. I think I want to do... I don't know how much time we have. Let's do this We one. have about nine minutes. Okay. So this one comes out September 14th. It's a little ways off. I have a million books here that I'm just skipping through. Sorry, guys. And this is by Heather M. Herman. And did I say it's called The Corpse Queen? Literally the coolest name ever. And it's literally this picture of a coffin with a bow wrapped around a shovel in the coffin. And it's amazing. Um, So 
this is a historical thriller, actually. So this is like merging Ooh, both worlds yeah. together into one powerful thing. And so it's about this girl who starts, who's an orphan, who gets left behind, and she becomes um, um, her aunt's, like, pet project or whatever. But turns out her aunt built this, like, like a million-dollar fortune on being a grave robber and selling bodies to science. Mm-hmm. And how she becomes, like, one of the best grave robbers. And how she wants to get herself into, like, all the medical field. Because what she, her aunt does is, like, she sells them, the bodies, quote-unquote, to the church behind her house. Mm-hmm. But the church is actually just, like, in disguise. Right. And it's actually, like, this medical theater where all these people go to, like, learn how to be surgeons and, like, do medicinal work and stuff like that. And how she tries to fight to to be that and, like, run her aunt's industry and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's, like, this weird, like, psycho thriller but it's actually yeah just her like running around at night sealing dead bodies that's crazy which is something she shouldn't technically like in the 1850s which is something that you shouldn't do you shouldn't do it anyway ever really but like her being a woman in this time period is very interesting to me and how she's trying to fight to like make her place is a kind of cool to Mm -hmm. me um, because you just don't see this, like, back in those, like, right. days and stuff. So, that I'm really excited about. We don't have... I shouldn't have used this one, actually, because we don't have it anywhere yet. But I think it's because it's too far out for right. us to know if we're getting it. We probably will. If it gets to that time and I don't see that we have it... Order it. bet I'm ordering it. If not for you, for myself. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> I have one more book. It's called The Project by Courtney Summers. And we do have this on order um, so it'll probably be here within like a couple weeks or a month. Um, I have to read the description to you guys because it's crazy and I don't even know how I would explain it without reading it. Um, so it says, after Lowe's parents died, her sister joined the Unity Project, leaving Lowe with their great aunt. Why the, uni- why the Unity Project has sold the hearts and minds of those within the upstate New York region with their community outreach and charitable works, Lowe knows that there is more to the group than what meets the eye. When Lowe gets a tip about someone's son dying at the hands of the Unity Project, Lowe is determined to reveal the group. But when she crosses paths with their charismatic leader, Lev, they strike a deal. If she can prove her suspicions, she can expose them. If she can't, she has to leave them alone. So I definitely think this is going to be like some sort of like cult book. Like some sort of crazy like mind control cult like i'm making you do crazy things or like i'm selling your organs oh gosh it's another lock every door yeah (laughs) but i think this sounds like 10 times better than that book Mm, what is it coming out this comes out um in a month i think or i think it came out this month because we have it on order oh heck yeah that'd be awesome then yeah so yes, request it. Do you have it, anything it that you can just shout out that we didn't get to on the list? Yes, um, shout outs for movies coming out. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's about one of the, um, Venom is a symbiote. Um, it's about the other symbiote, Carnage, if you've followed any of that um, type of thing. Spider-Man's arch nemesis. Yes, and Halloween Kills, which is the um, sequel to the first Halloween remake, I think it was 2018 that that got released. Um, super great movie. Um, I'm really excited for the Halloween Kills. And they've also already made the third one, too. So that'll be coming out probably next year. 
Um, and then one that I'm really excited for is Wicked. That oh, wow. is a um, original Broadway show, and it is basically um, the backstory of the Wicked Witch and how she became the Wicked Witch and um, her, you know, her... Based off the actual book, Wicked. Yes. Yeah. It's it, Gregory McGuire or something like that. Yes. And, yes, this is going to be a movie. I've seen the play. I love, love, loved it. Um, I want to go see it again. I'm going to take Bethy in with me. We're going to go see yes. it. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be coming out in 2021, supposedly. And I'm so excited. I hope that they cast everybody right. and Don't ruin it. Yes. And it's definitely going to be probably a darker type of movie too, because it's yes. kind of kind of a messed up. Yeah, it seems like story. I've I've started the book and then didn't get to finish it, and it's just kind of. I probably read it, started reading it too young. But yep. Yeah. Yep. But that's all I have. I know Bethany has one or two more. Um, I just have the Force of Stolen Girls by June Her. And this is um, a young adult. It's also an historical fiction, technically, but it's more of like hmm. a um, suspense thriller. Um, and it's just like basically a historical mystery, so I'll let you figure that out. Dark Waters is coming out by Catherine Arden. It's the third book. The third. The third book in the Small Spaces trilogy. And it is a juvenile high school fiction but don't let that deter you. You have to start at small spaces. Catherine Arden, we have that everywhere, all over, all of our platforms. Read these books. These are really, really good. If you like, this is literally like juvenile fiction horror, but it's so like adult-esque, mm-hmm. like undertones. It's some of the best I've read. It's really, really, really good. Um, I have The Rose Code. By Kate Quinn, and this is another historical fiction, um, and it's about the women who helped crack the Enigma Code. Let you look at that too. And then the last one I have is The Women of Chateau Lafayette by Stephanie Dre, and this is also a World War II novel. Um, yeah, and then we have this on order as well. And this is by, did I say Stephanie Dre? Yes. All right, yeah. So look those up. I got a lot of historical fiction on there, but there's some mixed with multiple this is and that's. Yes. Find something you like. Yeah, we hope you guys are excited for all these new releases of 2021. I'm most excited for Fear Street. Um, Going to talk about that for the rest of my life until I see it. It's fine. Um, yeah, so join us on um, our next episode, and especially join us on um, next week. We are going to be recording the Natural Staff Chat. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Yes. Not that at all. It's going to be a video um Podcast. Bethany and I are definitely going to beat each other up um, trying to agree on what these characters, yeah, how these characters like. are supposed to look. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we talk about the naturals all the time. So, you guys definitely have to join us. We're going to have and a lot of our gonna, staff. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about it with the rest of the staff. and Well, not all of the staff, but whoever has read it. So, you can just be proven that it yes. is actually as good as we say that it is. We're not the only people around here yelling yes. about it. Yes, and this will be a video. So... You can see the dirty looks we give each other and all <laughs> of that the dirty greatness. looks I give Samantha when she describes Dean. And I'm like, no. It's fun. <laughs> but yes, join us next week. And we hope you guys have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye.